Mm-hmm. But don't you think sometimes that those kind of unexpected roller coasters and like stuff kind of got you to where you are like without those you know that meme or not the meme but like the the character development kind of thing mm. where it's like oh my god when is my character development gonna stop yeah i i kind of wanted that to stop when i was like 19 yeah like because I, I had some crazy stuff happen to me in high school yeah where it's i got arrested like twice oh. what got arrested oh. what like, you do Welcome back to another episode of the Levity Podcast, where we casually captivate conversations. I'm your host, Taman. I'm here joined with my other beautiful host, if you don't mind saying hi. Hi. HB. Helen. And I'm Phil. And we have a very special friend, a guest. And first off, I just want to start off by saying thank you for, you know, making time to come out to make this content with us. Thank you. Uh, If you don't mind just giving us a little bit of an introduction. Um, My name is Sean. Uh... Mold. <laughs> um, What's your last name? Not Park. Is it Kim? Is it mm. E? Yim. That's why. Uh, yeah. Yim. Uh, that's there, there right. Was a, there was a whole conversation where like the last name Park came up like 10, 15 times at once. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. J Park. So what Yim are you? What, what clan? Oh, you guys hail from the same dynasty then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my last name's Yim too. But what, what yeah. clan are you guys part of? Like what area of Yim are you from? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why do they? You know, in Korea, like if so, like all the last names are like pretty common: Lee, Park, Yim, Yi. You know, stuff like that. Like it sounds te- like onomatopoeia. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just making up shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there there is like some relations to like dynasties or mm-hmm. whatnot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like my mom's side. Um, so they're Lee or mm-hmm. Yi or whatever, and there's Boo, like um, Lee's. Hi, I'm Tame and Lee. <laughs> but you guys are you guys are from the same dynasty. Right? Boo. Yeah. Maybe they could be. Yeah. Well, like, Wait, but your mom, what? No, she she always tells me it's like oh our like our my side of the family mm. is like part of like a dynasty like a, something. I'm like okay, that's mm. that's cool. Uh-oh. But you know, we don't live a dynasty lifestyle. <laughs> 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 this doesn't feel very uh, yeah, dynasty. This doesn't feel very I dynasty. Say, yeah. I think my mom told me that once. She was like, you know, like your great great. Great, 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 great grandfather was oh, like great. a king. That's a lot of great. She was like, my he super was a king. grandpa. I was like, the why? Why are we living like this? Like, how did it? I, I, I like, don't why understand. Why does that correlate with each other? At what point? Why are we poor? For how much longer? I was yeah. just like, okay, so we're we're living in a Four Seasons apartment. Yeah. Like that's what it was called. And then, um, my dad is working out of a flea market selling beepers and cell phones. Like, yeah. what what was going on? This is in the nineties. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's New our dynasty. Great great grandfather mm. now. But anyways. Yeah, it's like somewhere along the road, like the fourth great grandpa, like fucking just went to a casino and just like threw everything away. <laughs> <laughs> like I put everything on black. Like we gonna double this or nothing. But like the great great, they're like betting on fish or some shit. They're playing hot two, and then it was just all yeah. gone. Wait, do Vietnamese people have that? Are you also? Is your great 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 grandfather? Are you from the fan 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 dynasty? Dude, first uh, of all, yes, his last name is I guess. Philip Fan. Yeah. Oh, oh. I don't what do you think it was? Fun. <laughs> Is she gonna say win? No. <laughs> no, he's win. I, I'm fan. Yeah. He, he comes from like the most popular dynasty, like Isn't the one that like, won. Fam, he he fan, wins. He's a fan. Win yeah. and then um, Tran. Those are the <laughs> yeah, four. Tran. Those are the four <laughs> Vietnamese last names that I know. Fan, yeah. fan, uh, win, and then Tran. Tran. Yeah. Fan, fan, win, Tran. Oh, you don't have Why'd to say, you say like that. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Said it with so much hate in your heart. 
Wait, so tell us tell us a little bit more about like your dynasty. No, <laughs> yeah. like what? Okay, tell us what you do. What? Uh, because like from your Instagram, we know that you're like a photographer, and mm-hmm. then you told us earlier that you also currently work at Delta. If yeah, you don't so mind, yeah. I. My day job is AWS cloud engineer. Oh. Um, we can talk later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, around January of 2022, um, I decided to kind of use like this digital camera that I was actually using as a webcam for like streaming and then like, uh, like work, like Zoom calls and stuff. Mm. Um, I just took it out. I was just like, you know, I just finally had gotten over a fairly bad breakup. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've always had like an interest in photography, but I never had like the funds to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, being from a dynasty, (laughs) working out of a flea market. And um, yeah, but um, so, yeah, I, I was just like. At first, I was just taking photos of like stupid crap. Or, I mean, technically, Whoa, you wasn't took photos stupid. of me, bro. No, I was actually waiting for it to be like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but at first, it was kind of like um, like just trees. Like it had snowed that uh, mm. that winter, so I went out into the snow, took a few self portraits, and then some trees and stuff. And so you started with a lot of nature. Yeah, I think. I feel like anybody who gets into like photography, just whether it be like super casually or they decided that this is what they're going to do, um, it usually starts with nature yeah. or like nature or their friends and then or their pets. Yeah. I, I take a bunch of photos of my dog, <laughs> like a lot. Your Shawini? Yeah. The Shawini. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's probably freaking out at home the, right now. That's what he actually. called him. Cause it's yeah. a Shih Tzu and a wiener dog, right? Yeah. So oh, he called him Shawini? Oh, Shih Tzu and a dog. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you just made up a word. No, 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 he told me that. I, my mom told me that. It's like, it's a Shawini. I'm like, what the hell is a Shawini? It's Shwini? a dynasty dog. <laughs> it's a dynasty yeah. dog. Shawini dynasty. <laughs> now nah, we just call him Donkey. Mm. Donka. Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey. Yeah. Take but, um, dogs and yeah. Stuff. I noticed like on your website too, like you know, um, you mentioned something along the lines of like your dad had like a film camera. Yeah, right? like th- we had like an expensive Nikon, but yeah. I was never allowed to touch it because it's expensive, and that's <laughs> how you know Asian oh. families are. And then that's somewhere true. along the lines, like when you went to like Korea for like one winter, when you were like trying to um, teach over there, yeah, you said you picked up like a Rebel like T three I or something. Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. I'm very kind of like impulsive, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a bad thing when I have money. Okay. And it's also a bad thing when I kind of on the verge of not having money uh-huh. because like, it's like, I have a thing that I think most people who get into tech or anything like technology related, or I think this can also apply to clothes, but it's called gas. Um, gear acquisition syndrome. Oh. Um, oh, you can start gas. small, but then you just consistently be like, this isn't enough. I got to keep going. I got to yeah. keep going or something like that. It's like, um, extreme, like retail therapy. Yeah. Uh, I noticed I had it when I started <laughs> building like Gunpla, like Gundam model kits. Oh mm. shit. Yeah. Like I went from like one like model kit to about like 50 oh. in like the span of a year. Those uh-huh. shits are hard. 
Yeah. Also, oh, this is like a tendency that passed down through like the <laughs> dynasty and like. <laughs> I, I guess so. Um, I think I I might have gotten it from my dad. Like he's got like a ridiculous amount of golf clubs that I'm pretty sure he. Oh no, he's just Korean. As then. well as you know <laughs> some other things, but it just could be just a Korean thing too, oh. right? He has like a bigger Gundam collection than you do. No. Uh. <laughs> no. But um, yeah. So where where did I? Okay, I went into a tangent about the gas, but um. <laughs> So yeah, when I was in Korea, you know, mm-hmm. I'm making money. Like this is right after college or whatnot. I'm um, not really spending money like going on vacations or going out. Really, um, I'll go out like every once in a while, but mm-hmm. it's not like a thing where I'm kind of like just spending it as I get it. Right? Um, it's very. I'm s- putting aside literally half of what I make every month, um, and then sending it back home to like mm-hmm. pay off student loans. Uh, that also means, you know, I'm not like a traditional Korean that gets the scholarship and whatnot too, but so yeah. So women can probably relate to that. I mean, shit, they didn't even let me in. <laughs> 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 I didn't even make it that far. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I made some mistakes freshman year where, you know, we all started like drinking and stuff and then skipping class. Cause I was on the hope scholarship, but then oh, yeah, yeah. I, I lost it. Which I'm right there with you. First semester, baby. And for people who don't <laughs> the, the know, Hope came is a, and it went so fast. I don't know what happened. Hope is a scholarship that uh, the Georgia government uh, offers you as yep. long as you keep a 3.0 GPA. Mm-hmm. 2.7. 2.7. Lost it. I lost mine too. <laughs> All right. And then they paid for it. <laughs> yeah. They, they, Wi-Fi. Pay, they pay for like 80%, right? Of the tuition? tuition? Um, no, no. Okay, depends so Hope, on how broke you are. Hope pays for 90% and then Zell Miller covers pays 100%. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had Zell and I lost that shit. Zell is like 3.5, right? In college to keep? Uh, yes. 3.3. 3.3. Yeah, 3.3. Yeah, and I took that shit and I threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did everybody here lose scholarships? No, but in that first year of college, you know, you got to, like, you know, make some new friends, not go to school, do everything except studying. Mm-hmm. So it kind of screwed me up. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bag eventually, which was I'm really grateful, but yeah, it's it's tough. Oh yeah, but back to where <laughs> yeah, we were going. Um so I w- I didn't spend much money and it was around Christmas time. I was in the uh the E Mart in the electronics section and E Mart is kind of like Best Buy, Walmart and like it's like Target a super convenience store one. in Korea. Yeah. yeah, it's like all of that mixed into one with like a Kroger as well because like there's groceries and stuff in there. It's lit. But um, I saw a camera. I was with my friend. And I'm like, I think I want this. I got to do it. Yeah, it's like I haven't done anything for myself other than pay like off my student loans. So then I did that. And then Pokemon came out. And I'm like, I don't have a 3DS. I'm going to do that too. Also, <laughs> oh, you, just, you, just, you just swiped your card that day, like, huh? Let me, ma- let me max out my credit card real quick. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is like online shopping in Korea is fucking terrible. Is it? It's so Maybe. bad. Like you have to give them like your social security yeah. number, like and passport like, number, yeah, and all this other random bullshit just to buy something like online. Like a bubble stamp too. Like you gotta, you, gotta, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you have to prove who you are to yeah. them or something like Dang. that. But like. Yeah. Korea was also like on Windows XP still from like 2013, 2016. Oh, like, yeah. so all of their stuff like needed like 15 layers of security. Oh. Huh. But buying a camera kind of like started your whole like passion for it, no? Even though that was like kind an impulsive of. Yeah. buy. Because like um, after I got it, I only took it out to like really shoot with my friends like 
three times.、Mm. Once was when we went to Daegu and we visited、um, E World, which is like a ghetto、Ooh. Disneyland.、Yeah. <laughs> like an actual, it's actually like、is、a like ghetto Disneyland. It's like a worse version of Lotte World. It's worse than that. It's、mm. like. Because I would say Lotte World is like the worst version of Disney. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> oh.、Okay. Because like, it's like all they, indoors. They have like. They you know hire some foreigners and stuff to dress up as Aladdin, genie, and like a lot of Disney characters, <laughs> but like they don't name it like Aladdin or like Lion King. Shmush Aladdin. Shmicky Shmouse. It's you know, have you seen that photo <laughs> that was like posted、yeah. on like Instagrams? Like Mexico's got their own version of Bucky's now. What? Yeah, and it's like a really remedial-looking、uh, beaver. <laughs> so it's like Master Splinter instead of like a beaver. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a meerkat. Oh shit! Oh. But um, yeah. So I took it there,、mm-hmm. shot around there, and we went up Daegu Tower, and that was cool too. Um, I and at that point I had no idea what the hell I was doing with the camera. I just was just like, oh, it's a nice camera. Just snap, 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 or whatever. <laughs> and some of them were good.、Mm. Um, most of them were ass, but yeah. And then the second time was at a Lantern Festival. And then that was really nice.、Yeah. It was really fun. And then the third time、um, was cherry blossoms at a university near where I was、wow. uh, staying at. Oh.、Mm. But those were the only three times that、yeah. I actually took out the camera. And then I realized I just spent like six hundred fifty dollars on this for three, for three photos. Took it out for <laughs> you know three things. Yeah. And I was there for three whole years. Yeah. <laughs>、uh-huh. That's what's up. But then you brought the camera. This was in Korea, right? Yeah, I, I brought, brought it back、that. and then didn't touch it <laughs> until until like what 2022. I, I、like、still two, haven't touched、years. that one.、Oh. Like it's literally、oh. sitting on a shelf right now.、Um, oh, so you were like, this is a part of the past. So I'm just buying a new camera. Yeah, so he like, found a fancier one that he like. Ching. <laughs> <laughs> the next camera I got was in 2021, like November.、Uh-huh. Um, I went to a pawn shop. Saw a camera for like three hundred dollars, and it's、okay. an A six thousand from Sony, and I was like, I, I at that point like streaming was really hitting its stride.、Um, before I used to actually do like I used to do like gaming YouTube stuff, like Let's Plays.、Uh, this is like super nerdy and stuff I don't really talk about, but. <laughs>、um, This is、yes. like before Twitch, before Justin TV and the streaming and stuff. And like this is like 2011 to like 13. I did this,、um, and this is also another thing in my gear acquisition syndrome, where like I bought like the cheapest like capture card for video games. Okay. It was、uh, the Dazzle. It was like 59.99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I went and bought the Hopog HD PVR, and that was like 189.99. And just keep going up. It's upgrading. Yeah. Well, what was the time span between like you upgrading for these? Because I feel like you like, keep upgrading to like the next big thing. The time time span is like six months. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you get excited about things, huh? No. So yeah, yeah, whenever I'm like super passionate about things, I get super excited. I just start researching stuff、yeah. from like top to bottom. Okay. And then like, if I'm like, it's not that I need it. But I want it,、yeah. and I really, really want. I feel it. Like, like I go to this house, it'd be like ten boxes of forty nineties, like six monitors of like two forty hertz or some shit. <laughs> But yeah, to tie it back into like the whole photography situation, yes, like at, at what moment、um, did you realize that photography was your thing? Because like before that, you you said you shot on that other camera three times, right? So like,、yeah. is, is there another moment where you're like, oh, like I'm really getting back into this? Like why、um, photography? Because you, you mentioned like, like after your breakup, you kind of like got back into like、mm. it a little bit more. So was that like the catalyst for you to? 
Um, I think for me, it was kind of like an outlet. Um, okay. I up, I'm, I'm very like introverted. Like I don't really, I have in, I'm introvert with some small extroverted tendencies. Mm. And what I that see. extroverted tendency is, is like after being inside for a bit, mm-hmm. like it could be like a week or two, maybe three weeks, a month. And I'm like, man, I really want to go the fuck outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah touch grass a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, need, I need yeah. to touch some grass. Uh-huh. And like, um, I was like, even if it's like just going out for walks and, you know, actually seeing the sun, yeah. let's, let's find a reason to. Like, mm. um, I don't like mm. just looking at shit, right? Like, I, I want to... Interact re- with things. Like, interact, remember it, and then kind of like places somewhere that I can always go back to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have like a really big fear of like what my life is going to be like 20 years down or maybe like 40 years down because um, my grandmother, she has Alzheimer's. Oh. Mm. So I'm afraid that like, you know, I'm going to start losing it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying I, to live life to the fullest. Yeah. It, it was like I, I don't go outside often. Mm. Um, and. But when you do, you want to capture those moments. Yeah. So then later on, yeah. you'll be it, it able to like, like, look it was, back. It's and, like either capture those moments, but like, yeah. or it was more like finding a reason to. Okay. Um, like hanging out with friends. Yeah, we do that. But like, also a lot of, at least from what I've seen, at least in the friend groups, is like, usually like minds kind of Gather, coexist together. together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of gravitate towards each other like that. And a lot of my friends are also like, fairly introverted with some extroverted tendencies. So if we go out, it's going to be like once every blue moon, you know? And then after that, it's like, okay, we're chilling on Discord or like playing video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, So one day, did you just like, you were like, I'm tired of being inside. I'm going to go take a walk. And then you ended up at Glam. And then you just went to Glam every week after. Because that's when I first met you. When you were talking about like 2022, like in the beginning or something. That was when I first met you. And I was like, I feel like a lot of us have been going. For those that don't know, Glam is kind of like a so like a what is it like it's a, a pub pulcha, bar like a pub. pub bar type of thing in in um the area that we live in. But that's where like a lot of us have been going before, and then all of a sudden like a lot of DJs started getting booked there, and then you were yep. there like every single week, like with a camera sitting on the side like taking pictures. And I feel like so okay, um, kind of such an interesting destination for yeah. a while. Yeah. So here's what happened. <laughs> So originally, um, I the first like event or nightlife thing that I ever shot mm. was a Twisted Lines event. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like my first like introduction to like Atlanta nightlife because I I've, up until last year, I've never actually been to like a club in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, like I've still never been to Tongue and Groove. Oh, um, let's go. <laughs> and then, like I. I but no, but you've been to yeah. district multiple times for like invasion so or whatever, whatnot. Too, right? stuff was also like this. This is all going to tie into how it gets there. Yeah. Um, so after Twisted Lines and stuff, um, I started like going, venturing out a bit more with like, you know, what I was shooting. And then Glam showed up like on my feed one time and like... I was like, you know what? Let's let's just see. Mm-hmm. So I just wa- I literally like decided, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking walk in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first time I actually walked into Glam, 
I can't remember. Oh, oh, I remember. So Invasion was being planned in March, and that's run by Brian and April. Um, Invasion is an event in Atlanta that's run once a month, but like. It's once a month? Yeah. I swear that shit felt like, like it was EDM. once a week. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's once a month, um, every first Saturday. And like, I felt like I needed some extra practice to kind of do stuff. Because like, I did Invasion, or not Invasion, I did a Twisted Lines thing, you know, and that was just like me walking in with the camera as well. Yeah. Um, I did like a Parallax thing, but that's a little mm. bit later. Uh, Parallax is another kind of like, EDM promotion EDM like how it's mostly house music mm. um, but invasion was coming up and I wanted practice shooting in that kind of environment yeah and I found out that glam has like a club night kind of thing mm -hmm. so that's when I started going in yeah and um, I think from there it was like okay I'm getting my reps in and that's when like i started meeting everybody mm. you know just saying hi and stuff um mm. i never like stood in one place for longer than like 15 20 seconds really mm. i was kind of just moving all over the place and that was kind of like how i operated there and then like that was just week after week doing that um and then invasion happens and i started doing that um so this is just you walking in and just like bringing your camera or like yeah, they asked you for to glam, like glam it was yeah. that um for invasion i had asked brian hey is it okay if i do this mm -hmm. and he was like yeah go ahead and then from there i kind of made it like i talked with this husband name of glam and we kind of worked out a deal yeah. and then i worked out a deal with invasion as well and that was kind of like my weekends for a good four or five months yeah do you think glam played a or glam and invasion played a big role in the growth of your photography career? Oh, for certain. Like, yeah. um, I don't really understand how like a lot of people have like over like 2,000, 3,000 followers on Instagram and stuff or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so it was kind of like, okay, how the best way that I know at least is kind of a mini like networking thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where, okay. All right, if I do this, tag some, you know, the organizer or whatever, like I can build a following off of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's not like I needed that, but like, I guess early on, um, not really knowing the social media space kind of stuff, um, it was kind of like the validation of like people following, liking and stuff. Like it was really nice and it helped build like confidence in like what I was doing. Yeah. Cause like, Every night that I shot, I sh definitely shot like over 1,200 photos a night, minimum. Wow. Um, and then I would through, yeah? sort through them the very next morning or that same night, um, apply quick edits here and there. And like I, the biggest time sink was mostly the sorting to make, try and make sure that some people wouldn't get angry at me. <laughs> no, that's, I actually respect it. When I first met you, I was like, dang, I've never had like a photographer that I randomly met, like be this quick with it because I would see you at Glam. And honestly, I think the nightlife is a great place maybe to start because there's nothing that people in clubs and bars love more, especially girls, than like turning around and randomly seeing a guy like taking a bit and yeah. then you're like, I want my picture taken. And then they tag you. But then that's also, what I gotta do. I gotta start being yeah, my camera. No, and he. <laughs> 
Welcome to the Levity Podcast. That's that unspoken riz, yeah? Sean would take like thousands, I know it would be like thousands of photos, and then literally like that night or the next day, you would post like like all the photos on your stories. You would tag all the people that you like individually knew and stuff so people could repost it. Yeah. I was like, this is really awesome because then I would have to wait like like a couple hours after the night and then he would like post a picture and be like, it's so cute. Now we repost it. So that's good, you know? Yeah. I just imagine like one of us going into the club with like a full body gimbal. <laughs> no, for real. Like, <laughs> like you want to school here? Yeah. You want to school here? Yeah. I'm gimbal sure it was man. good for networking for you too, you yeah. know? I definitely, like, met a lot of people. Um, some, you know, like, I call, like, really good friends through photography. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, when I go out to shoot people, not, like, but, you know, <laughs> photography. Good thing you clarified, yeah. by the way. <laughs> when I go out to, when I go out to Yo. shoot, when I go out to <laughs> photograph at night, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When I go out to do a that, photo session? Yeah, yeah. When I go out to do that, or just photos in general, like I'm capturing like a moment that you, hopefully you would like to remember as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not just like, yo, this is a crazy night, right? Like this is fucking lit. Oh my god! Yeah. It, like, it's, oh my god. <laughs> it's like the almost the essence of um, remembering a story. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I know. It, it's also like fun for me too because like usually during those nights at glam or at district um i would get drunk within the first hour and i would <laughs> and then sh- that's when this the the, the that, that's like, like no that, that's when like kind of like the magic happens where yeah. it, <laughs> you loosen not, up not, not the not that magic but oh. you know the magic of photography the magic of photography because yeah. like i'm that's what you I just don't, let I don't, loose. I don't, I don't just like go up to people and be like, hey, right? Or like, hey, my name's Sean or whatever and stuff like that. It's more like I drank to kind of like loosen up mm. and not feel as like in my own skin. Like, and then just kind of just go. Yeah. And be out there. Is there like any moment or shoot that you did recently that you would say like was probably your favorite experience of? Now that you're a little bit more experienced into this, you know, you've been doing this for like consistently for a year or two now. I think doing the first um, studio shoot with Louis was Mm -hmm. definitely like when I was like, oh, (laughs) fuck nightlife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like this is way more fun. And it's like because he's my friend and like we're just kind of we're having conversation as we're shooting. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're talking, joking stuff. And like. I'm able to get to know who I'm like, fo- like mm. taking photos of. Um, doing that has kind of like made me think, oh, yeah, this is much better than like having like short five second interactions every night yeah. and then like doing that. Yeah. And it's also saving my liver. Yeah. Um, is it more of like good. portrait styles that you've been? Yeah, getting I've been into? getting into doing more studio portraits. Um, I want to do like a lot more like outdoor stuff too, but. Mm. This summer was god awful. Oh yeah. Like, I don't. The heat was I, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't remember a summer being this bad, at least in the past like six years. It's mm-hmm. only gonna get worse. Global warming. Correct me if I'm wrong. Earlier you said that um, a big fear that you have is having Alzheimer's later when you're older. Yeah. Due to a family member, um, and. 
because of that, did you say that if you decided to approach photography in order to retain those memories that you encapsulate? Yeah. So yeah. I bring my camera with me literally everywhere. Uh -huh. um, even if I go to work and like, I know I'm not even going to go out, like I'll still bring it. And then I make it accessible enough that like, oh, if I see something funny or like weird, like mm. while on the road, I'll, I can just snap it and then yeah. just go. Mm. And mm. those are photos I'll probably keep to myself. Sometimes I put them up on Instagram if it's kind of like really, really funny. Mm. Or if I think, okay, this isn't just my humor that yeah. finds it funny. I think other people might say something. Yeah, I'll post it. But like, I'm... Since I'm an Amazon Prime member, Amazon Photos has unlimited photo storage. So, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know that either. Oh. Yeah, <clears throat> write this down. Write this down. Write this down. Because like Google, like their drives, like you have to pay like monthly for more than like five gigs or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but Amazon Photos, like I have literally, I think I want to say eighty-five to ninety thousand like raw files, and raw files are like the photos or the, the file formats of like the photos with like the most information in them mm. um so you can kind of play with the edits and stuff like that but yeah i've got like 90 yeah about ninety thousand, i think and um have amazon prime you have amazon prime yeah. we're good i do want to ask we're as well stories, like um a lot of your journeys towards photography came from journeying along with your friends as well from Korea, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Do you think um, your friends and family played a big part in you choosing your career now and building who you are? Mm. Or was this just like a... So for my day job, the career path I chose, um, originally I had wanted to be a teacher. And then after teaching in Korea for like three years, when I came back... Um, I was kind of like, kind of done with it. Mm. Like, like you wanted to give up or not like give up, but like, I knew that the kind of teaching that I wanted to do, <clears throat> um, if I wanted to pursue like the literary route where it's kind of like more of an exploration instead of like a strict curriculum, mm. like I would need to go to school or go back for like three, four more years to mm. get a higher level degree than a bachelor's. And um, at the time, my dad was working at Sherwin-Williams and he was like, hey, mm. just do this MT management trainee program and you can like work your way up from there into like a sales rep like me or something like that. And like, you know, you're not really doing a career out in Korea teaching English. Like, unless you kind of start your own hagwon or something like that, you're kind of, kind of screwed. Mm. Like, you're, you're basically just kind of delaying your life mm. yeah. from actually starting. Uh, what I had found, or at least to my eyes, while I was there, anyone who was teaching English in Korea at the time that would go out like every weekend, they were literally just prolonging their college experience. Because, you know, bars and stuff, they wouldn't close till like 7 in the morning. They would just be drinking out every weekend, sometimes during the week too, right? Like right before they would like teach the kids and yeah. stuff. And like after three years, I'm like, okay, there's really no reason for me to stay here anymore other than like maybe go to Japan or something like that. Yeah. But at the time, because I was sending so much money back home and God, that exchange rate kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. 
That was pretty so nuts, bad. Yeah. Like I was sending. It's like point every eight. every like month I would send like a thousand, mm. but like it would only I would barely be paying off the interest on the student loans. Fuck. Dang. So like, yeah. it's like a little bit off the principal, and then like some mostly the interest was like just making it so like I was still just losing money, and then yeah. I was still losing like two hundred dollars per like every yeah. time I transferred money over. So it was just like okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll come back or whatever. So I came back, worked at Sherman Williams as an assistant manager for about three years, got hella depressed, gained a lot of weight, got even more depressed uh, when some family stuff happened. And then I'm like, if I keep doing this and I still don't you know, get promoted after like proving myself multiple times, especially when the actual store manager had passed away suddenly and then I took over and then made us more profitable, and still got passed up for the position. Like, it was just like a downward spiral. Um, met a really toxic girl at the time. Uh, she's healed now. And, uh, but, but that's, that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, that just sent me like down a worse spiral too. Um, I, had, I started making changes. Like diet first, exercise. And then I'm like, I can't stay this, at this position. And once I had said, I'm, I'm not going to work here anymore, or in my head, like, I'm, I'm like done, some things happened. Like, I met a friend from church, like, back in high school, and he was like, oh, yeah, my wife, she, um, she did a boot camp, digital crafts, and, like, now she's working, like, hybrid in some, like, bank or whatever, yeah. doing coding and stuff. And... She has no like technical background and like did that. And then he, he was like, you know, you've always been into that stuff. Like maybe you can try it. And then the week after, like three or four customers were like, yeah, you should try it. Like the, my wife did it. My son did it, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like in the span of like three or four weeks, like six times I heard about this. I'm like, okay. It was I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, that was your son. Yeah, it was like yeah. this is too much to be like, okay, maybe I'm like, wanting this so much i'm starting to hear it more or whatever or mm. because it's like i'm throwing it out there to other people like yeah. i'm hearing about it but all right let's do this i've saved up enough to kind of like be okay for like six months without working and pay off this tuition thing and yeah i ended up um handing in the two weeks notice and went into digital crafts as the coding boot camp and that was also another fiasco what would you say is the biggest regret you've had in your life? Or like, I feel like a better way to put this was like, if you could do it all over again, is there anything you would change? Yeah. No, the question was for him. For me? <laughs> I think... Not partying as much in freshman year. Uh, maintaining my hope and... Um, I hope. <laughs> maintaining my oh, hope. Your, your hope scholarship? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's said maintaining my hopes. Yeah. No, maintaining my hope scholarship and then um, switching degrees earlier to like computer science or something. Mm. No matter like how shitty I was at math, like yeah. I think that would have helped me more so than going on like the, the roller coaster that I went on to yeah. get to where I am today. Yeah. But don't you think sometimes that those kind of unexpected roller coasters and like stuff kind of got you 
to where you are like without those you know that meme or not the meme but like the the character development kind of thing mm. where it's like oh my god when is my character development gonna stop yeah i i kind of wanted that to stop when i was like 19 yeah like because I, I had some crazy stuff happen to me in high school yeah where it's, i got arrested like twice oh. what got arrested oh. what'd like, you do damn you're wild wait the what? first okay so first time <laughs> um what was the first time like we were okay i just broken up or i just gotten dumped by my first girlfriend right <sighs> no th this isn't the first time the first time we went to we were going to work on a school project but we went to a pc bang here in duluth uh -huh. okay. okay and um we needed to go to walmart to get supplies so me and a friend of mine we went to walmart and I was 16, and I just got my learner's permit. I was like, hey, can I practice driving back? And he was like, yeah, sure. The high beams were on, right? Mm. And I tried, I didn't know how to turn them off. And I accidentally turned off the headlights and all together. Yeah. Oh. And then the cops came. So it, I don't know if it's technically arrested, rest, like, if it's, but I was in the back of a cop car, and then my dad had to get me and beat oh. the shit out of me. Oh, so you're detained. Yeah, oh. I was detained. Second time, I had gotten dumped by my first girlfriend and I was like, man, I need to call up the boys, you know, I just want to play some pool, you know, and the boys. Yeah. And <laughs> the boys, you know, we called them up. It's like, hey, let, let's go shoot some pool. And I was like, okay, pool halls closed. Uh, there was a pool hall called Inner Crew in Ashi Plaza and like everyone underage used to go there. New York? Oh, that, that's the reason so why it's closed. Wait, so yeah. Ashi though. One in Swanee or the one old the one? The one in um, Old, old Peachtree. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, New so York Billiards? Huh? New York Billiards? No, it wasn't oh. NY Billiards. It was just Inner Crew. Um, mm. It was like a bar slash billiards place. So you went underage? Yeah, I was a bad guy. And the cops came? No, not there. Oh. Well, so so here's what ended up happening. Inner Crew? Yeah. We ended up at <laughs> a middle, my middle school. <laughs> my old middle school. And they were like, yo, we got a bottle of Henny or something. <laughs> and, a, you know, a McDonald's cup of Coke. Let's climb up to the roof and just fucking make memories, dude. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> did you get your camera too? No, this was, I Damn was like, it. I was, um, I was 17. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, everything was cool. Had like two shots. I'm like, yo, it's kind of rainy. Let's go home now. <laughs> you guys are on the roof and it starts yeah. raining. <laughs> so like. Go make some memories. Damn yeah, it. so we got out and then this is a terrible part my friend who could drive right we get in the car i noticed behind me hey there's a police car there don't freak out just you know just go slowly right smile just be normal, away. Just, be normal. just be normal smile no what wave. happens is he peels out and it's just like skirt and then the lights instantly come off and um holy he's shit he's okay the one who drove me, my other two, three friends, um, and I, since we had all, you know, took a sip of that, um, gets sent to Gwinnett County, uh, Gwinnett County holding. Dang. And then, yeah, um, I got out as soon as possible. I yeah. called my dad. Mm -hmm. Then he beat me upside the head with a mag light. Oh. Um, <laughs> they took you back to holding for an MIP? What's an MIP? Minor, Minor in possession. possession. Yeah, that what? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I would have sued the whole department. That's wild. But it's okay, okay, okay. The common theme that I'm noticing here is like every time a girl breaks up with you, there's a canon event in your life. <laughs> is this true? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
get independence crazy. I mean, <laughs> Let me think. I don't want this character development, yeah. but when a girl breaks up with me, arrested. It's, it's always a girl lady because even in Korea too, it's like that that lady. See, like, I didn't date her though. Like that was like he got yeah. he got assaulted. Yeah. yeah. How many breakups have you gone through? But you said like after a breakup, you went you went to Korea One, two, to teach English, right? Or was I? Did I get that part wrong? Five. Five breakups, and how yeah. many times have you been to jail? Twice. Okay. Oh, that's a good ratio. Like I'm not going to or been arrested on like some weird ass charges, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. just making just, memories on the just roof. like really stupid <laughs> shit on my part where I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm let me find ways to relieve stress or whatever in in what I would feel is a healthy manner, but it's not a healthy manner at all. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's so funny. But yeah, that that's like my <laughs> regrets on stuff. Like you know, kind of do that. Um, just being like young and, and stop stupid. being as young and stupid yeah. and like kind of like understand that like it's okay to live your life but at the same time like be a bit more purposeful about what you're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. i see okay yeah because like even now like since i i feel like my 20s was mostly given to like Paying the boys. off loans and then like the kind of like filial piety or whatnot, trying to mm-hmm. like make sure my parents are good. Like even yeah. now, like I'm doing that because of like what happened with my family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm making sure that I set enough time for me to kind of like explore my passions, to build my own character on my terms, mm-hmm. not on some unfortunate accidents. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. I heard so since like the majority of us are in like our mid 20s and stuff basically what i hear is that your 20s is basically like a huge shit show and then once you get into your 30s you actually don't feel that old like life actually gets better would you say that's true yeah the only times i ever really feel old is like when shit hurts when i wake up in the morning <laughs> like your knees yeah but like <laughs> yeah i'm 25 and ah. my knees hurt yeah but mentally yeah. right like i feel like I'm still living in the present yeah, where it's yeah. kind of like if I think 10 years ago, like, yeah, there might have been some cringe shit I did back then. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, like I still hold like the same values and like what I believe in yeah. or like what I, you know, kind of like consider important to me. Mm-hmm. And then like it's like I think about when I was young, I was like, man, being an adult, like every, it seems like everyone has their shit together. But then, like, you know, as you get older, you're just like, no, no one knew what the fuck they were doing the whole time. It's just like they're all trying to like we're all trying to, like, figure it out as we go. It's just some people figure it out faster than others. Mm -hmm. And then some people take a little bit more time. That's true. But it's up to kind of like them as well as like who they surround themselves with and like how they turn out. Yeah. Right. Like you could when you were young, be like a super genius. Right. Mm -hmm. But. You know, 20 years later, that guy could be, you know, or that girl or guy could be, like, doing some real fuck shit later yeah. on down or the line. Or could be sitting right next to you. What? 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I feel like we're hitting, like, the, the our time mark now. But uh, before we go, I wanted to uh, ask you one more question. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there, like, what one person or thing has helped you the most throughout your journey, would you say? Overall. Yeah. The one thing that's yeah. like, or is, one person. Yeah, is there any like one person or thing that like you know has uh, really helped you 
through these like character development <laughs> um, situations? I think after each event, it's been one like like a different person. Ah, mm. oh, okay. Um, back in high school when that shit happened, um, it was uh, Nuna and a Hyung that I knew. Or no, it was two Nunas and one Hyung. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Hyung, Esther Nuna, and then Song Nuna, like they helped me. And then when I was in Korea, when that canon event happened, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was my buddy Ryan and his wife Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And then. We're going shout outs right now. I like mm-hmm. this. Like when the 2019 depression era for Sean had hit for me and stuff, like it was my buddy Ender. Um, as well as my therapist. Mm-hmm. Shout out to going to therapy. It's very important. Don't think it's not important. Um, not all therapy is good therapy, though, so make sure to shop around. Yeah. Um, Damn, I like that. <laughs> and then 2021, 2022, like, it's been multiple people who've kind of been along the journey. Um, again, it was Ender, Josh, meeting Justin, uh, Louie, and super big shout outs to Brian and Kelvin Hyung, like those two, mm-hmm. like, especially in terms of like, kind of pushing the photography stuff, like Brian giving me the opportunity to shoot at district for invasion and stuff. And then Kelvin Hyung kind of like planting the idea of like, hey, you know, you should like talk to this Hajung name about, yeah. you know, working this stuff out or like um, just being like, being more forward about like, getting what you're worth yeah and um he's always like kind of like gave me like compliments and stuff too on like you know what i was doing and then like we have very similar humor yeah so we can like joke about some really dumb shit together Mm -hmm. and like don't we won't have to worry about judging each other about Mm -hmm. it Mm. that's really good though that you you had like a really good support system though mm-hmm. along the way yeah you know yeah like the most people uplift you and stuff organized shout out that we've ever had <laughs> you went shout by the year all those people it comes with age <laughs> 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 but uh yeah before we go is there anything else that you want to plug or like um, um let people know that yeah. instagram photography things that you're doing YouTube, so i'm Twitch. opening up bookings for Ooh. sessions for like either we can either do outdoor sessions or we can do studio sessions but um as far as rates go like we can discuss that but it's not like it's not gonna be free anymore um yeah let's go we're getting paid yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) like my website i just recently kind of opened that up for the public uh photos sean 89 Dot com. I was going to be photos by Sean, but it's already purchased by some like <laughs> Hispanic or son of a bitch. <laughs> like he literally has like a GoDaddy page. I'll, I'll with call his, him. I'll with call his Sean. Face on it, and he's like, "Hey, you got to buy this for me for like eighty bucks." I'm like, "God damn." Oh, that's funny as fuck. Wait, he's that's trolling. Funny yeah. as hell. He's freaking troll. And so it's just like, all right, <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll just go with something similar to my Instagram handle. Um, we'll link it. Photos dot Sean dot eighty nine. Mm. Um, yeah. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, that was awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you for coming. Appreciate you guys inviting me. Yeah, woo! <laughs> <laughs>
Yay! But yeah, all right. We're uh, the Levity Podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. 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 Like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, what he <laughs> <I like> said. <laughs>